Hey, are you producing shows or reproducing babies? That was the infamous Gary Busey asking us if we're producing shows or reproducing babies. And this is just the start of podcast nightmares, my favorite stories over the last five years of producing podcasts. We're talking card throwing, mentalists, mind reading, Gary Busey asking if we're producing babies. There's a lot of moments here, and I put them all into this podcast episode. We also get into podcasting and a little bit about how to launch one, the pitfalls. So stick around for the full episode. And I really appreciate you, as always, following and subscribing and also sharing the podcast. So if you think somebody would enjoy these stories, make sure to shoot it over to them in a text or a message. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week on The Ryan Sullivan Show. My name is Ryan Sullivan, and I produce podcasts for a living. These are some crazy stories. Hi, Ryan. What's been your craziest moment as a podcast producer? My craziest moment as a podcast producer was when Gary Busey asked me a very important question. But before we get to the question, I'm going to fill in a little bit of context. So when I started this journey as a podcast producer, I got a call one day. I didn't know who it was from. And I answered the phone and they said, Hey, is this the podcast guy? They didn't know my name. I didn't know their name. I said, Yeah, it's me. And we still to this day have no idea how they found my contact information. That led to my first ever podcast contract, where the host of the podcast was a guy named Jim Carroll. And I don't have any NDAs or anything. So I can talk about this openly. And nothing against Jim. He's a great guy. It was a very interesting podcast. Jim is a mentalist. He's a card thrower. He is a magician in a sense. You can give him a deck of cards and he'll memorize it in five seconds. So he was the host of the podcast. One of his podcast guests was the infamous Gary Busey. And we had multiple other celebrity guests on this podcast too. But we were doing Gary Busey's episode. What my job was to produce the episode, but also help record the episode. So this was during COVID. So there was still, you know, all, all the restrictions. Nobody was going anywhere. This was 20 deep 2020. We're doing it virtually. My friend Brandon with his laptop, me with my laptop, and then everybody was at home individually, right? So we're all virtual. And Gary Busey gets on. Jim says, I still, if we have video of this, I'll make sure to put it up. And Jim says, Hey, Gary, you know, these are my guys, these are my producers. And he says, hey, guys, are you producing podcasts or are you producing babies? From that moment forward, we literally have laughed at that moment since the beginning. And that really solidified my podcast production career. And it was one of the first celebrity moments I ever had in podcasting. To this day, shout out to Gary Busey for making it happen and giving us probably one of the craziest, funniest moments that you could ever have on a podcast. In regards to podcasting, what are you most proud of? I think I'm most proud of just the amount of sheer, the amount of people that we've worked with. I say that because a lot of producers cannot have the kind of scale that we've had. So we've been able to help hundreds of people start their podcasts. And so I think that's the thing that I'm most proud of because 
when I started in this industry, there was not, in my opinion, there was nobody who was really advocating for the podcaster. They were more so advocating for the podcast itself, but podcasts are run by people and people fail, people stop, life happens, right? And nobody was talking about this crazy stat, which is the fact that 70% of podcasts I think it's more like 90% of podcasts fail. So I took the standard wisdom of launch your podcast, step-by-step guide, you know, the thing that everybody's going to tell you. And I just tried to talk about the other side of the equation. So instead of how do you launch a podcast, it's how do you launch a podcast that doesn't stop? And so the philosophy around it, on top of that, the amount of people we've been able to work with, and then the trickle-down effect. The end goal is having people's lives be changed by the podcasts that we're working on. Those podcasts are run by incredible people, and we are just one piece. We're just helping them change other people's lives. So I think that is the most rewarding part of this job. What has been the, or rather, who has been the best person to work with? Mm. Your favorite. Oh my God. Probably Gary Busey, I would say, is probably the best one. Now, we didn't really work with him, but I got to like give a kind of more, I guess, laid back answer to this question because I can't pick. Like, it's impossible for me to choose. But I think one of the highlights is definitely Rob Deerdeck for sure, right? We didn't work together. I was just on his podcast, but that was really cool. But I got to say that first podcast with Jim Carroll, Jim Carroll and Friends which then turned into Beating the Odds. That was the name of it. It was my favorite because it was the first real thing where we got thousands of dollars. We got $5,000 for the contract. I didn't even know how to charge somebody's credit card. You know, like that was... I had to ask people how to do that. I didn't know how to do that. So it was just that whole experience working with the company that funded that podcast was a Fortune 500 company. And they were funding it, this smaller company... And it was kind of their little pet project. And just they, it was just wild, like all the moving pieces, all of the resources that they had, yet they still couldn't figure out how to make it work. That's definitely my favorite. I would say, like I said, it's my favorite because it's it was the first one. They were not my favorite people to work with, but it's my favorite just because it was the first one. What is the key to maintaining a podcast? Oh, God, that's going to be difficult. There's a lot of steps to maintaining your podcast, but I would say if I had to pick one, it's team. It's the who, not the how. So the who is going to get you to the how, right? So you're going to need the right people. If it's just you, great. Then you have to wear all of the hats, right? And if you're going to wear all of the hats, then cool, you know, like it's very possible. I did it for years, but I would say like the number one thing that you can nail in the beginning is having the right people around you to help you make it happen because it takes a team. There's no there's no way around that. Any podcast, any business takes a team. How do you foresee podcasts evolving 10 years from now? I think AI is pretty cool. Um, I also think that the new Apple goggles and what are they called? I forget what they're called. The kind of you know what I'm talking about? Like the Apple got like the the new goggles that they have. So like Apple has these uh new goggles that you put on. Yeah, it's it's augmented reality, so it's both. So you put them on and you can see the world, but then you can text people like there's all screens up. So like people are going to be there's going to be more immersive podcast experiences with things like the, you know, Apple 
what Apple's coming out with, um, what virtual reality. That's kind of where the entertainment side of podcasting is going to go. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be watching a Joe, Ro- Joe Rogan podcast and then you are going to be in a virtual reality with other people watching it at the same time. And like they're looking over at you and you're looking over at them and it's going to be like a theater. Um, and then also there's going to be a lot more live podcasts, which I think is going to be huge. Like I think a lot of podcasters that are high level could sell out a stadium and literally just sit there and podcast, you know? So I think that's going to, I think that's going to be in the future as well. I don't, AI, yeah, AI is going to be a thing. It's going to make life easier, but that's not really that exciting. Robots are going to take over. I mean, you kind of, I mean, like deep fakes, you know, you have deep fakes. So like now they have conversations between Joe Rogan and like, you can have one between Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. Like you could have like this robot conversation. So like there's going to be more of those, but they're not good. Like if they were good, then people would use them, but they're not good. So it's changing education too. Yes, yeah, changing education too. Do you think that anybody could start a podcast, no matter you know what ideas they have or who they are? I didn't used to think this, but I really think that everybody should try it. That's what I would say. I think that everybody should try a podcast because it gets you out of your comfort zone. And most people don't do many things that get them out of their comfort zone. And so, like, it's just not easy to do. So doing hard things helps you in life because it makes everything else easier. So podcasting, if you sit there every week and do it, you're going to be once you do have to speak in front of people, it's going to be even easier because you have all those reps, right? Not like it's the same, right? If you perform in front of people versus your podcast in your room, those are two different things, but they all lead to the same outcome, which is getting out of your comfort zone and being more comfortable with yourself. And that's what podcasting allows you to do. So that's the argument for everybody, anybody and everybody starting one. Even if you just do one episode with a friend and you never release it, I would say do that. It's going to, you're going, if you go ahead and watch and listen to yourself, you're going to learn a lot from that. For people who have full-time jobs, would you say that podcasting is a full-time job? No, it doesn't have to be a full-time job. If you get the right help and you have either time, extra time or money, podcasters, this is a good point. Podcasters are not podcasters. Every single podcaster starts out doing something else. That's a good thing, right? Because you, it requires zero experience to get started. So yeah, if you have a nine to five job, full-time job, is it going to be very, is it going to be hard to start a podcast on the side and then try to take it full-time as a job? Yeah, that's very hard. But if you do it on the side or you have some kind of side business that the podcast ties into, well, now that's going to make your life easier, right? So there's a lot of ways that you can do it, but that's just one of the ways you can do it. Um, Yeah, nights and weekends, it takes a lot of time. You know, our average, our average client who does all the work themselves is doing about 10 hours a week. So it's about a part-time job if you're not going to outsource it. You're doing well. You're good on the spot. You're doing well. Is that is that what you is that a quality? What time is it? It's twelve oh nine. Okay, we're doing fine. Is that a quality that you need to have to start a podcast? Do you need to have confidence, or can that be built over time? Confidence is going to help. That's for sure. But also, you can have. I mean, I think it comes with time. Like you can be really good. Many podcasters are really good at things. And they are really good at some things and not other things. You see what I'm saying? Or there are many pod, many podcasters are very good at the thing they do, 
but they're not good at podcasting yet, and that frustrates them. But that's just natural. Most people are not used to starting over again, right? Like once you, the older you get, the less things you start over. So podcasting, one of those things where you just start from zero. It's like your last episode doesn't determine your next episode. You're going to be better, but you have to do it all over again. What is more important if you had to pick one? Who is starting the podcast, the actual person itself or the idea that they have about their podcast? Uh, it's both. It has to be both because the personality is very important. But if you don't, you can have the right personality with the wrong format and it's not going to work, right? So like take, for example, teaching, right? If you started teaching podcasts about general teaching, right? Like you're just talking about anything. Do you know how many podcasts like that there are? Many because there's easy to start, right? It's easy to talk about whatever you want. It's hard to build something that's informative, educational, and entertaining all in one and different. So it's both. If you have the personality, great. Some people are going to have a better personality just because that's how they are, right? You can't really build that. Some people have a better personality for podcasting. Then, though, there are people who don't have as good of a personality that can have an amazing idea, right? And if they go ahead and execute that idea, then, then they'll win. Right. So it's definitely both. Like there's podcasts that release two episodes a year. This guy, Naval Ravikant, he's a famous entrepreneur. He releases two podcast episodes a year. Right. So he, his podcast is still successful. Then you have a guy, Dan Carlin, hard, Dan Carlin's hardcore history, right? Three to four hour podcasts. Not, it's not every week, but he has millions of listeners. Right. So it's just Naval's podcast might be two minutes. Dan Carlin's might be four hours. It's still successful. But the thing that people th get wrong is that they think that starting a podcast will get pe gets people to listen to it. But those are two separate things. The audience and then the podcast are two separate things. They're two separate jobs that you have to do. So that's where people go wrong because they start their podcast and then they have n nobody listens to it. And they're like, why is nobody listening to it? Well, it's because you don't have any listeners. <laughs> so you got to find people that want to listen to it. Does podcasting have to be expensive in order to be successful? You can start a podcast for $0. Like this camera is 700 bucks. This camera is 700 bucks. This mic is $100. Um, these panels are like a dollar each. Um, the light is 100 bucks. That light is 100 bucks. So you got we got about like $2,500 worth of setup for this podcast right now, right? And then not even including the speakers, the computer, the other hardware, the backup drive, you know, the, the whole, the, the, the um, um, switcher, the scene switcher, all the other electronics, like you don't need all this, but is it going to help? Is my podcast doing like this versus a podcast on somebody's phone with no mic? Um, if, if we're both talking about the same information, mine is probably going to do a little better. I always say this. No, you don't need money. But if you have money, use it because it's one of the things that requires zero talent and zero skill is for you to just get a really nice camera. And then you get it, and then you're done. So you can essentially put yourself ahead of people just because you have more money. Now, it doesn't mean your, pot, your content is going to be better, right? Like if I record this whole thing on my phone, people will still watch it because I have an audience of people, right? So if you get a guy starting out with a $5,000 camera but no followers, and then a guy with 5,000 followers but... Uh, you know, just a, a phone, the guy with 5,000 followers is probably going to do better, right? Because he already has an audience. So that's just one way to look at it. What is the most difficult aspect 
about podcasting versus what is the easiest aspect in your opinion? The hardest thing to do in podcasting is just podcasting itself because 70% of podcasts fail mostly because they just stop. And then the easiest thing in podcasting, I would say, is also podcasting because it can be easy. Like this isn't that hard for me to do right now, but I've also done it over 450 times. So, you know, I've interviewed 200 people. I've done over 50 of these solo episodes, and then I've been on over 100 podcasts. So, yes, it's not later down the line. It's easier. But um, when it comes to podcasting, if you can just podcast, you'll probably be okay. Have you ever regretted interviewing somebody else during the interview or vice versa? Have you ever regretted being on somebody else's podcast? Mm, No, I've never regretted being on somebody else's podcast. I have regretted interviewing people, but that was only in that exact moment. You know, like I interviewed a friend who had a drug problem when he was on my podcast. I didn't know that till right after. But then he got in a rehab and a detox and now he's doing much better. So like maybe it was good that he came on the podcast. Like maybe that was good for him to see himself and be like, oh, maybe I need to change, you know? So that's just one example where like the podcast has its own benefits outside of my opinion of of the podcast, you know? So the second you include people in what you're doing, it becomes not as much about you anymore, you know? So yeah, sure, I have regrets, but like, in the moment, they were regrets, but I don't regret them now. It's just another experience, you know. Did you anticipate, like, imagine yourself at six years old? Did you anticipate that this is what you were going to be doing? I thought that I was going to be an architect because in school, I was drawing pictures of houses on my paper. So, like, if you saw my papers, like, there would be a little house and then a driveway and then another house. And so I thought I was going to be an architect. And um, I had no idea that I would be making podcasts. That's for sure. I'm happy I'm not an architect. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for tuning into this. I really appreciate it. The beautiful, amazing Victoria off camera. You can't see her. She does not want to be shown today. Um, uh, she's actually an AI girl. She's, she's a computer. She's not even a real person. I programmed her. The power of the podcast, guys. Hire me. My name is Ryan Sullivan from Podcast Principles. Hope you enjoyed this interesting solo episode, and I'd love to bring more to you. And that's about it. I say the same thing every time. I'll say it again. We're on every platform, even the ones nobody uses. And keep podcasting.